It's the old Thursday loopies. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> They're used to it, aren't they? I hope so by now. I'm like, hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, Auntie? <laughs> Auntie. Uh, dandy. Mm, that's a new one. I know. I tried. <laughs> dandy Auntie. Yep. Auntie, not Auntie. <laughs> How are you, Lady J? I'm groovy, baby. Groovy. <laughs> I'm groovy, and the fantasy sequences between Ruthie and Martin in this episode are also very groovy. They are very. I am here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I I loved all of them. They were so good. Yeah. Uh First of all, I don't think I've said this enough yet on this podcast. Goddamn Tyler Hoechlin, 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 however the fuck you say his name. (laughs) The boy can act. Mm. when he is doing things on screen yeah you're feeling them man yeah like he's he's like legit acting mm-hmm. i'm so proud of him <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm here for you yeah not to mention he's so hot yeah he's beautiful i need to know i think we talked about this though is he our age yeah okay so it's okay for me to say he's hot mm-hmm. oh yeah because i was his age on the show even though he was 18 or whatever like, yeah like we were the same age mm-hmm. so like it's cool yeah it's fine copa said yeah, yeah you're good you're good <laughs> um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is episode 1015 mm-hmm. titled love and obsession Ooh. um the amazon prime spoily is the camden's celebrate valentine's day so mm-hmm. it's another like classic valentine's day episode yeah Um, And then the DVD description is Lucy and Kevin get their signals crossed on Valentine's Day. Ruthie learns about heartache from an expert and the twins want a store-bought cake for their birthday. Ice cream cake. Ice cream cake. Sounds good. I don't know why they're so fucking adamant about this store-bought cake this year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite understand what that's about. If it's like supposed to be a metaphor for something... That it's what, really they don't just need mama. What I mean, it's really just a catalyst, right? Yeah, for Annie to feel insecure about her relationship with her sons, mm-hmm. and then very quickly, it's like it's not even about the twins; it's about Simon. Yeah, I did want to start this conversation off by saying this is the most Annie's had to do all season. This is true. For whatever reason, Annie didn't have hasn't had any story this season. She yeah. hasn't carried any plots. She hasn't been involved with anything. Mm-hmm. She's just sort of been there. Yeah. And f- finally, we're back to normal Annie form where she's thinking and yelling and feeling things and yeah. expressing herself. And I'm like, I miss this fucking character, man. It's like, true. I missed her presence. Yeah. On it's the been screen. a while. Yeah. It was it was nice. Like it felt like a warm blanket that you put back mm-hmm. on to like feel get all cozy under. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, uh, where do we begin? Like, ugh. okay, let's talk about Lucy and Kevin. So, it's Valentine's Day. There, we know that they're trying for a baby. Yeah. All good, whatever. He 
approaches her with the thought of like, hey, it's the anniversary of when I proposed to you. Yeah. Which that was like, what, three years ago at this point? Yeah. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the anniversary of when I proposed to you. Why don't, what do you say we go back to the same place and, yeah. you know, make that a memory or whatever? And she's all, yes, into it, cool. Yeah. Um, and then we see her calling Mary and asking for advice. Yeah, on what to wear. Because she wants sexy. to, yeah, she wants to, like, you know, slut it up a little bit and, like, surprise him. Yeah. You know? Um, so then we see Kevin inviting eric and annie (laughs) to dinner with the whole family like the twins and Mm -hmm. ruthie and everybody um and then we see him inviting rose and simon worst mistake (laughs) um and so poor lucy has no clue yeah she's trying to slut it up but her whole family's gonna be there (laughs) annie has no clue that rose and simon have been invited yeah it's all it's all a comedy of errors. It's mm-hmm. all like, you know, wires being crossed and nobody being on the same page. Typical. Typical the sh- snow globe. Um I love how snow globe has become synonymous for like the shit show that yeah. is the show. Mm-hmm. Um It's funny how things like that just develop naturally, right? <laughs> like it started because we were talking about how the town is a snow globe and yeah. now we're just using snow globe as the shorthand exactly. for things. Anyway, um so I've totally lost my train of thought because now I'm all in my head. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about Annie because again, let's, I can't stress this enough. Annie's the star of this episode. She really is. For sure. So the twins, it's their birthday. Mm-hmm. If it's Valentine's day, it's the twins birthday. Um, and she does that thing of like, Oh, so what cake am I making for you guys this year? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like just the routine that they've d- d- developed over the last six years or whatever. Yeah. I can't believe it's been that long that the twins have been around anyway. Um, if not longer, I think there's seven this year, Are right? They? I think there's seven. Were this they born year. the third season? I think they were born in the second season. Jesus. Which then, you know, you'd subtract one and yeah. whatever. Right. I think there's seven. Anyway, that, that's when really big matter. lips happened. I'm like, that's when big lips happened. Oof. So maybe season three then. Mm. Uh, whatever. Okay. So, <laughs> Fucking big lips. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so the twins are like, we want the store bought ice cream cake this yeah. year. And she's like, oh, you want ice cream cake? Like, I can do that. No problem. It's easy. Layer of vanilla thing. Yeah. Like, she's like, I got this. And they're like, no, no, we want the one from the store. And so she shuts down. The twin, like, the twins, like, leave the, din- the dinner table or whatever. Yeah. And, and Eric's and Annie's like, you could have fucking spoke up like to Eric. You yeah. Know? And Eric's so fucking oblivious. Like he has no clue what she's even talking about. And he's like, okay, so we got the store bought cake. Like who cares? And she's just like, you're on my shit list too now. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, so Eric's trying to talk to Ruthie because what's happening with Ruthie, we alluded to it a minute ago, but there's, I think there's three or three f- three times right throughout the episode like twice twice in her backyard right and yeah. one at the dinner yeah later. yeah but I, I was gonna say i think it's like once per act essentially like yeah it's like or once per every 12 minutes or mm-hmm. so right in, in the 30 in the 44 minutes of the episode so um so she's having these like 
vision Mm -hmm. fantasy things where Martin comes up to her and is like, like, I love you. I want to be with you. And she's like, okay, what about Sandy? What about the baby? And like the first time it's like, oh yeah, the baby's not mine. We did a paternity test. I'm free. I'm yours. I want to be with you. But Ruthie's fucking savage. She put the baby on Simon in that, in that fantasy. I know. She's fucking savage. I I love it. So who's is it? And Martin casually is like, Simon's. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, damn, Ruthie, pawn it off on your brother. I know. Well, but, because listen, it's everything we've been talking about. I, yeah, it, it, like it's totally audience surrogate shit. It's yeah. it's obviously what she wants to hear, but uh-huh. it's what the audience wants to hear too. Because we're rooting for these two kids I just know. as much as anyone. You know, the moment it happened, I was like, "Oh, you're such assholes!" Because I, I, I want this you to knew be. It was fake immediately. Yeah. I'm like, you can't give it to me like that. Uh, <laughs> I know it was so heartbreaking, and the first time especially because like he just shows up in the backyard, like she's sitting out there, right, in the dark, like moping, and then he just comes through the gate and he's like oh hey and she's like hey and he's like I'm here I'm back and she's like okay what about Sandy and he's like oh yeah it's don't even worry about it I'm free I want to be with you I love you and shit and then they hug Mm -hmm. like again all in her head and Eric has to break her out of her reverie and be like oh dinner's almost ready come inside yeah so that's the first one and then the second one what happens in the second one? Does the baby get dropped off on the doorstep? Is that what happens? Is that the second one? Yeah, but but what's the but what's really happening? I mean, I know she's sitting outside in the backyard, but Eric again breaks up her reverie. Yeah, to tell her what, like we gotta go or something. I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I mean, ultimately, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah so that one once again, he shows up in the backyard, comes yeah. to the gate, sits down, and this time. Again, he loves her. He wants to be with her. But when she goes, like, what about the baby? He's like, or what about Sandy or whatever? He's like, yeah, she just up and left. And I don't know what I'm going to do with this baby. But, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, we'll figure it out together because, like, we're going to be a team. And, like, you'll help me raise this baby, right? And, like, yeah. she's like, but I'm only 16. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, come on. We love each other. And it's, so it's a little more, like, creepy, that one. Like, yeah. it's a little more, like, dark in terms of a fantasy like mm-hmm. where it's almost like her her rational self being yeah. like okay you're stupid if you think this is gonna work out because yeah what are you gonna be the stepmom to this baby like really you know realistically or whatever um and then once again eric breaks her out of her reverie and it's like sad you know yeah and then the last one is at dinner so through a series of events which we'll get to the dinner ends up not end up like not not happening. Yeah, but the table's been set for ten people and entrees have been placed in front of everybody. So yeah. Ruthie's just alone at this like table for ten, like uh-huh. eating her dinner, and it's really sad. Poor thing. It's really sad. Yeah. And then once again, Martin shows up at the dinner and dressed up all to the nines, and he like declares his love for her definitively, mm-hmm. like flat out tells her like. I I love you. I've always loved you. Like I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And once again, Eric breaks her out of her reverie. But this time, yeah, he tells her like he goes. He goes. We like dinner's over. Like we gotta go home. And why don't you leave Martin here too? Yeah, because like he realizes that she's been like la la land. You know, fantasizing about yeah. him. I guess or whatever. And. She, I'm going to cry thinking about it now. Like, I don't know, man. Ruthie, what's her name? Mackenzie Rosman. 
acting her fucking face off yeah. in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like she looks at this empty chair where he was sitting a moment ago mm-hmm. in her head, you know? Yeah. And she's like, okay. And like, yeah. whatever. And like gets up and like leaves and oof. Yeah. It's rough. Like, yeah, this girl is like so in love with him. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel for her, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how she's ever going to get over him. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause he's never, cause he's just going to keep creeping, man. He's just going to keep, creeping into her thoughts like this you know she's never gonna stop fantasizing about him because she loves him yeah and i mean i mean you know we've been through this enough times or i should say i've been through this enough times to know like the quickest way to get over someone is to get under someone else you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like which is the funny way of basically saying like meet someone new and then you place their feelings onto that person you get over the old guy you know yeah but but she's not she's not in a place to do that. She's not trying to just like hook up for hooking up's sake, you know? Yeah. Like and so like until she can meet somebody else or whatever, like I feel like she's just gonna be stuck. Uh yeah. And it's so heartbreaking and it's really fucking sad. Like it, it, I don't want this for her. It's that closure thing. I don't know. I feel like she needs that or at least I I need to see Martin and her have a conversation about this. I know. I I need it. I know. I need it just as much as Ruthie does. Yeah. Because there's a lot of unfinished things, a lot of things that have been not said. I mean, do you feel like, so the episode where the baby comes, right? Yeah. They have a little bit of a moment where she's, where he's like, right? They have some kind of a moment but it's not quite the closure I think we want Mm-mm. or that she needs, obviously. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't feel like I got closure. Right. Because fucking like the stupid thing that happened is like she makes him admit that he knew she had feelings yeah. for him, which we had that whole conversation. Like, does he really? Did, Did he, he just say that to make her happy? You yeah. know, we don't know. I think there's still a lot that needs to be hashed out between mm-hmm. these two for it to be like officially, finally, forever closed yeah. book. Until then, I'm just like so sad mm-hmm. for Ruthie. Remember when Martin had a friend? <laughs> Matt, what was his Mac, Mac. right? Yeah, whatever happened to Mac? Maybe he wouldn't have been... I don't know. Dude. I don't know what happened to Mac. If Mac had been around... I know. When, when Martin was trying to fuck Sandy, he wouldn't have fucked Sandy. Yeah, I really think so. <gasps> you just blew this case wide open. Seriously, where's, where's Mac? Mac? And I don't think we've seen the last of him. I think we really? can still expect him to be around. I think, if memory serves. Wow. I'm shocked. I could be misremembering the IMDb page, but I feel like it's not over for Mac. Imagine he comes back and he's the one for Ruthie. Kill me. Ooh. <laughs> Plot twist. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, T. I, I hadn't know. thought of that. I don't think it'll happen. I mean, but I it, know she's not that. Yeah, because she's not she's into not, him. Well, she's not fickle with her emotions. When she likes you, she likes you. Right. When she doesn't. She doesn't. Right. She knows. She knows. But who for she a is. hot minute, she liked Mac. Yeah, she entertained it for like thirty seconds until that fucker decided to go to for call another. her his sister. Yeah, mm, meanie. 
plus plus Mac never hugged her and got a boner. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what hopes I have for I, probably nothing. But I do want. Another talk. I need some I kind know. of closure. I need Martin to come back. Like, yeah, where the too. hell is Martin? That too. Maybe he was auditioning for something. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he needs to come back. Well, he wasn't he on Heroes after this? Was he? Is that what that? I think he was on Heroes for a time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was. It would have been around this time. So maybe you're right. Maybe he was like auditioning for something yeah. else. And, Peace out. Which duh. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I just I need that closure. Yeah, that's it. I really need it. Yeah, I if 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 they have a kiss, if these two end up having something awesome, I would be shocked because at this point I don't see it. I know at this point now I feel like like they gave us all these blue balls right for this relationship to happen, and then now so mean at this point I feel like they've stripped that away. Like I feel like for the audiences. Yeah, perspective. The nail is in the coffin. Yeah, you're like it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I understand why Ruthie still needs her closure moment. But yeah. like from the audience perspective, like I feel like I'm done. Like I've had my closure. Like I yeah. know it's not going to happen. So if they now make it happen on me, I'm going to be kind of pissed actually. Yeah, because I'm going to be like, well, stop fucking with my emotions, goddammit. it. Well, they keep fucking uh, with, with Ruthie's. Rose. Yeah, with Ruthie's <laughs> and like with the whole like, do we have to care about? Rose. it's true it's true they're just doing this, this and is the it game was they're playing. awesome to to hear angry passionate annie oh i was gonna say simon we've already heard that before yeah no 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 don't care about simon's because simon i know when 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 the shit hit the fan in this one i almost i was just like i don't believe you yeah exactly same like here. you're gonna you're gonna cave you're not gonna get married in the church i don't yeah. give a fuck just stop pretending like things matter to you because they clearly don't simon yeah I know. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about Annie. So basically, Annie's pissed, right? Because the twins are like, we want store-bought cake. To add insult to injury, yeah. Sam gets invited. No, David gets in. Which, no. God damn it. Sam, Sam gets, gets invited, invited on a yeah. play date that David doesn't get invited on. Yeah. And so they start to have this conversation. So now, all of a sudden... Not only is she facing a reality where her boys are growing up, they no longer want their like homemade mm-hmm. mommy cake, right? Now all of a sudden she's facing the reality that like not only are they growing up, but they're growing into separate individuals that are not necessarily going to be tied at the hip yeah. anymore. How do you feel about that? I was shocked. I was a little like appalled that Annie was so like, they shouldn't be split up. They should stay together forever. Like... Yeah, uh, I don't, yeah, you should want them to have, to be individuals, right? But they have to be. I mean, I know. I mean, Eric said it perfectly. Like, not that I like giving Eric credit for anything, believe me, but he's like, I think, you know, this was bound to happen. And if it's happening now, let's just deal with it. It's fine. Like, I I mean, we're kidding ourselves. Like, what are they never going to be apart? They're going to do everything together all the time until they're until in perpetuity. Like, of course, they're going to have different friends. They're going to have different lives. They're going to, you know, things are going to happen like this. And so it's it's happening now. Let's deal with it. You know, God, it's so funny. I just I just got this image in my head. Um, Whenever I was at that food show thing, Uh there were twins walking right in front of me. These two men 
one was a little taller than the other mm-hmm. same fucking mannerisms same face yeah. really the same face there's only a height difference and they walk together like in unison and when they're leaning into each other to tell each other something <laughs> they have the same tics they're like a mirror image yeah. of each other so i'm just like fascinated and i was like this and and then everybody's like did you just fall in love i'm like look at the twins over there <laughs> like it's a zoo i couldn't help it like they were just really cute and they're really tall like these guys were tall so it's like they're just gonna catch your attention the moment they walk by yeah and they were super fucking cute also but they were just they were so friendly that you're like Mm -hmm. can you put me in your backpack and take me with you because they had a backpack on both of them (laughs) i don't know it's just were they dressed the same that would kill me not necessarily i they had the same backpack, different color backpack. Okay. Clothes aren't even the same. It's just their mannerisms are so right. similar that it was scary. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I'm just thinking like it would be even, it would be like too weird if, if they, they were wearing the same clothes. Yeah, yeah. No, like no, that no. would be like, that. that's a problem. You're like, no, yeah, yeah. You have a problem. <laughs> Unless it's a gimmick and you're trying to get something. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. If that's their whole deal, is if their whole shtick is like, we're twins, you yeah. maybe, but. But whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny. I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, well, right. So then, okay. So then I think, again, I think Eric deals with this whole twin thing very equitably. I think so. In the most elegant solution, right? Like, mm-hmm. he he explains it to them. Like, so we're going to go to school. When I pick you guys up, we're going to drop yeah. d- um, D- uh, Sam off at his play date. And David, you and I are going to go get ice cream. We're going to hang out and we'll pick Sam up and yeah. we'll come home. Like, super chill, right? Like, not, 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 not making yeah. a big deal. Don't give them a complex about it. Just, yeah. this is how it's going to go down. Prep them ahead of time. Whatever. The other twin ain't having it. Dude, yeah. fucking Sam loses his shit over it. He's like, when's it going to be my turn to have a time with just you and me? Like, like, what's that going to be like? And then David's like, well, this is my turn. Like, you're like, ugh, it's these fucking twins. It's I mean, it's bound to happen. It's OK. And I totally have had that moment with my sibling before. Where you're like, je- like a little jealous. Yeah, that's, to- that's yeah, totally happened. It happens, I think, with all relationships. I guess I, that's true. Or maybe and it might be an age thing. Maybe it might be something that actually happens around maybe i don't know i wonder if there is that moment where you get possessive mm. as a kid and i think you do i think you tap into that but i'm not sure at what age but see but then it's a little dichotomous right because at the same time that neither of them want to give up alone time with daddy yeah both of them are like we don't want mommy's cake anymore yeah so like what's that about you know what i mean Uh like if it's all about being possessive and like yeah taking ownership or whatever then you'd think like they would like hang on tighter yeah as opposed to like trying to loosen the apron strings a little bit you know interesting yeah i don't know i don't know but i but i i love though that annie catches on right away like i love that she knows her boys she knows their mo and like when eric tells her the solution he's come up with yeah she's like sam sam wouldn't be happy about that was he (laughs) like like she knows she knows that it's going to be a whole problem now that these two are not going to be happy with each other because they each got something the other didn't and whatever but again you could argue that maybe that's their fault maybe that's annie's fault for constantly like 
tearing them up all the time. You know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to treating them as individuals. True. So that they have identities as their as their own people as yeah. opposed to just as twins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's tough though, right? Like, yeah. I, like I don't want to blame her as a parent. I don't know that it's any parent's fault. Like, you can't help it. Like, yeah. you're raising them at the same exact time. Like, they're, you, you know, they're... How are they not going to do anything and everything together? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, just, like, separate your time and, like, you know, like, how, like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. you know, they're babies at the same time. They're doing everything at the same time. So you raise them together and then, you know... Yeah, it's it's hard. I, I can only imagine it's tough, like, mm-hmm. for anybody, you know. Um, but then they fuck, whatever, they work it out somehow. They get over it, the twins, that is. Yeah. Um, and then Annie, so, excuse me. This is how bored I am. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'll just cut that out. <laughs> um, so Annie realizes that it's really not even about the twins. It's more about the fact that she's like upset. Yeah. They're passing up on her cake. No, no. Like all that is just like the symptom Mm -hmm. because the real problem she's having is that Simon Uh. is going down a path that she doesn't like. Like, um well no one's happy with it you don't want simon to marry rose either admit it well it doesn't really matter what we want what matters is what he wants no 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 that's not what matters what matters is that he wants the wrong thing there's nothing we can do about that and you know as much as we like to think we know what's right and wrong here maybe we don't we have got to stop this wedding annie there are some decisions that we just can't make for our children and this is one of them that we've tried talking to simon over and over and over again it hasn't worked well then maybe we should try talking to rose oh and and get her to call off the wedding you don't think it might forever alienate our son from us if we did that he'll get over it please don't let this wedding happen please i really really don't like rose i like most people i don't like rose i can't help it Which is an interesting concept, right? Like it that that idea sort of becomes the thesis, yeah, for the episode. This this idea that you can't that she can't help it, that how she mm-hmm. feels about Rose, right? Yeah. And Eric's whole thing is that you can that we choose mm-hmm. how we feel, yeah, and we and we make decisions to feel good or feel bad or feel sad mm-hmm. or hate or whatever yeah from moment to moment about any situation or about any one person or whatever all right um i don't know i think this is also a recurring theme of the season yeah if we look back at previous episodes this season um particularly when it comes to Ruthie, but I think in this episode, it's just across the board, right? Yeah. Like, we see it with Annie, we see it with Ruthie, we see it with the twins, like, he imparts to them, like, like you could choose to hate your brother because he yeah. got a time with me and you didn't, or because he got a date and you didn't, or mm-hmm. whatever. Or you could just choose to love each other because you're brothers and that's never going to change, and, like, who cares, yeah. you know? And, um, I don't know. I think the more the deal with this topic on the show the more i'm inclined to agree 
uh-huh. with Eric. He, well, yeah. Because I, I, I kind of believe that I think that's true. Like, I think that it's really like our feelings are really just a state of mind. And mm-hmm. like, we can choose to rise above certain emotions and yeah. not let them get the better of us. It's yeah, it's true. But also at th- you're just going to have to deal with her at this point. That's it. That's the reality. Oh yeah. In the tangible sense. Yeah. And and that's true too. And that's what he's saying. He's like, he's like, you know, we can't make decisions for him. Like yeah. we've tried talking to him. We've tried imparting wisdom to him. That's the best we can do. You're just going to have to get over it. Yeah. And you don't have to like her. This is the thing is like, I think the problem is like Annie, Annie's in a tough spot because she, she's not going to like Rose. Fine. You don't actually have to like her is the thing. Yeah. Like Simon's going to marry her no matter what. Yeah. Whether you like her or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So who's going to suffer? You're going to suffer. Yeah. To Annie as one of, you know, like, like Annie's going to suffer because not only is she going to hate Rose, Mm -hmm. she's going to, you know, her son's going to do the things she doesn't want him to do and all these things where she could just choose to approach it like, I love my son. Yeah. I'm going to care about him and I'm going to care for her and for them. And I'm going to put my best thoughts into the universe for them. Yeah. And, you know, just just hope for the best and and want the best. Yeah. You know, true. That's that's really, I think, where her energy should be spent now. Mm. And I I feel like that's what Eric's trying to get her to do or understand. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're wasting your energy and your own heartache. It's true hating rose or thinking about how to break them up or how Mm -hmm. to end this marriage and whatever it's like we're past that yeah we're past that point now you got to focus your energies on how are you gonna be okay and how are you gonna get through the day (laughs) you know definitely i don't know which is not to say i'm like i'm on the rose train all of a sudden i'm still on the side as an audience member i get to hate rose all i want yeah but from a character perspective like if these are real people, yeah. my advice to Annie is like, get over it. Cause it's not going anywhere. Seriously. You know, he made his bed and he wants, that's right. And he really wants to lie. In he's it. right. I mean, he's not even, he, not only he made his bed, but he, he's blind to all the fucking lumps in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like doesn't seem to bother him. No, he's going to sleep with all the peas under his mattress. Cause mm. that's what he wants to do. So let him just love him. Just love him and just be there for him. When the pieces inevitably fall yeah. and he's on the ground and he's got nowhere to go, mm-hmm. you you need to be there. And that's 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 what's going to count. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to matter. I mean, Sandy said it best to Martin for four episodes or however many episodes ago. And she's like, she's like, forgiveness is everything. Yeah. It's true. You know? So, um... So then it all sort of comes to a head at this dinner thing, right? So everybody shows up to this dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy's all slutty, which... She's not. She's not. She's just wearing a cocktail dress and her hair is done up. Like, yeah, she's whatever. boots. Her dress is, what, shorter than usual? Maybe? Yeah, it's not to her knees. Like, yeah. who gives a fuck? And, and a v-neck. 
it will not it's, be it's naked. It's a cocktail dress. It's yeah. a little black dress. Yeah. Who cares, dude? I love Danny, It's though. no. It's no more or less risque than her prom dress that one time, remember? Oh, yeah. Where was- she was all tits McGee, and we were like, damn, Luce, you yeah. know? It's no different than that, like, really. Yeah, that was a hot outfit. It was. Yeah, I forgot. But um, I love Annie in that moment. I know, when she comes up and she's yeah. like, you are so my daughter. I loved it <laughs> so much. I love that moment, too. Yeah. It's such a sweet little moment. Mm-hmm. And then how, how Lucy just, like, rests her head on her shoulder yeah. and they're just like, ugh, Rose, right? Yeah. <laughs> Still goes back to her. God, I hate her. <laughs> and Luz is just like, I know. I think we just kind of have to get over it. And yeah. Annie's like, yeah, I guess. Like, it's this really sweet mother-daughter mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. You know? um, very cute. And then, of course, Rose comes up. She's a fucking... You know, she can't nightmare. help it. Her wedding is coming up. And so she's she thinking that... She wanted to see what the rooms look like. Yeah. <sighs> and so... And then I love how Lucy's like cool they're nice take a look i'm going back downstairs bye yeah yeah <laughs> and just leaves annie there with her um and so listen to annie's credit she puts her best foot forward here yeah she does she is just like okay this is my moment this is my chance let me let me exercise the lesson i've learned right yeah. and they sit down and rose starts again to rose's credit i think candid conversation right like mm-hmm. she admits that she worries sometimes because she knows that she's not the camden's biggest fan or yeah. vice versa that the camden's are not her biggest fan mm-hmm. and so she's concerned that because of that simon might end up backing out of the wedding yeah even though i know that i love him and i know that he loves me i know that you guys don't love me so yeah that gives me cause for concern, you know, mm-hmm. which she didn't have to say that out loud. And I feel like yeah. the fact that she did is a, is a, is an indicator of like the honesty and the openness that yeah. is being shared between the two of them in this mm-hmm. moment, you know? And so when she says that Annie reciprocates with, you know, like, of course, like we love you. We love him. Like, we just don't know you all that well is what it is, yeah. you know, and, and we want to, and we're going to work on that, you know? And then they start talking about trust. Yeah. Like somehow the topic of trust is brought up. Oh, because Rose says it like mm-hmm. Annie's, Annie's prompts her. She goes, she goes, I know I love Simon. I, lo- I love everything about Simon. Like, why don't you tell me what it is that you, you love about Simon? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's loyal. That's whatever. right. And so Rose's thing that she loves about Simon is that he's super honest all the time and he's super open. So she knows she can always trust him. Mm. And all Annie says is like, yeah, trust is really important. Like, you, you know, it's, it's the most important thing in a marriage. Like, yeah. and, and of course you have to earn that trust. And I think if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves, like, that's more like she's saying it to herself in that moment, like yeah. out loud. Like mm-hmm. she's trying to be like, and now Rose is trying to earn my trust. So let's deal with it. You know, like, yeah. but Rose hears that and just runs with it. And she's like, wait, are you saying I can't trust Simon? What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Like, what is like, is it something about Sandy? She starts spiraling out of fucking control. Yeah. Thinking about this trust issue that she has with Simon all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Which says volumes about her more than anything else. Yeah. Okay? Like 
all it took was the word trust for you to spiral and lose control and lose your mind over potentially not being able to trust Simon. Mm. Turn that mirror on yourself, Rose, you know? Yeah. Um, so cut to Annie's like running down the stairs. She's like, we got to go. We got to go. And like, she's like, sorry, Simon, in advance. I don't know what's about to happen, but it's not going to be good. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. She's like carrying Savannah, like, like has a baby. Don't hit me. Like they're bouncing. Um, and then Rose comes downstairs and it's like, we're leaving. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, we don't know how that's going to, I think next episode we'll probably see the yeah, aftermath for of sure. that. But um basically it ends with like everybody just like leaving the restaurant in a shambles yeah like, um and then lucy being like let's go upstairs like to kevin mm-hmm. being like well we have a room and not doing dinner so you know, yeah let's do this so that's definitely happening um and like yeah <laughs> but we do have yeah we um, didn't talk about june squib at all yeah Ruthie's so job Right. So once again, because Eric is is clued in to the fact that Ruthie is not yet over Martin and mm-hmm. whatever, he knows about Mrs. Ruschak, Ruschak, whatever her name is. Yeah. The, 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 the trivia called her Ruznak, but that's not right. Cause oh, they call her Ruschak or whatever. Okay. Anyway, who cares? It's played by June Squibb. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. Um, Who's a very young June Squibb. Yeah. Like, it's not even that long ago. It was like, what, like 20 years ago, this episode? Not even 10 years ago, this episode-ish? Yeah. And she, I mean, she looks like she's 20 years younger. Yeah, it's true. Like, she's very young. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not very young, but younger. Like, she looks younger. Anyway. um, So, Eric hooks up Ruthie with a job. Miss Ruszek is supposedly in a wheelchair. Yeah. And needs it's, it's like a new wheelchair that she's not used to and so she's afraid like if she goes takes it out on the streets like she might like lose control or something so mm-hmm. she wants ruthie to like walk with her around the block like Pretty once much, a day yeah. or whatever yeah and she'll pay 10 bucks an a, a day five days a week and ruthie's like okay fine i can do that whatever like yeah and and Eric's Eric just sort of pitches it like you'll want the money right it's like fifty bucks a week like mm-hmm. take it kind of thing so she's like okay fine I, it's like I have anything else going on right now Seriously. so fine so she walks into Ruchak's house and it's literally like it's like a scene from um, Misery <laughs> like, yeah it's trippy dude like wall to wall every inch of that fucking house is covered in the same portrait yeah of this one dude i'm i'm already forgetting his name she johnny, says it johnny jimmy or something, something jimmy like that. maybe i don't know something with a j though yeah i mean wall to wall dude like every inch like there isn't a single surface that's not covered in this portrait yeah of different sizes there's eight by tens there's mm-hmm. four by sixes it's like wallet sizes i mean it's just everywhere so scary very scary and you get and ruthie like walks in and she's like immediately what have i gotten myself into yeah and june squibs like just completely just like oblivious to it like Mm -hmm. like not not that she's not aware that she's plastered this guy's face everywhere but she doesn't she doesn't comment on it or anything yeah like come in come in dear you know yeah and so they start talking and commiserating about their heartaches right and the problem is 
well, it's not a problem. It's kind of the point, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, and the whole reason Eric orchestrated this whole thing is June Squibb's character has completely allowed herself to div- like indulge mm-hmm. in the fantasy of what could have been with this guy. Yeah. Like never got over him. No. It's not even a real thing. Like they were never even really together in the first place. Yeah. And she made up this whole love fantasy in her head with mm-hmm. about him. Never it never got actualized and she never moved on from it. Yeah. And so she's like totally just stuck in the past and she loves being depressed about it is the, mm-hmm. is the crux. Like, cause they're, you know, they're, they're talking about Valentine's day and she's like, it's the worst. I hate it. I love being alone in the dark, just like yeah. sitting with my memories and da da da. And so she's like fully like just, so far gone yeah like there's no hope for her heartbroken Uh, i'm heartbroken but heartbreaking (laughs) right i mean it's truly like just really sad to like see that and then and then the message to ruthie is like this could be you girl like this is the rabbit hole you can get yeah like if you if you don't try to get over this thing and keep indulging these fantasies and Mm -hmm. these feelings and not and and don't close the door you're gonna be like this yeah you'll like, be in like, the past you're gonna be alone you're gonna be stuck in the past you're gonna have yeah. martin's face plastered all over your fucking walls and like you're never gonna yeah. have anything fulfilling in your life because that's all you're gonna be focused on forever yeah. what did ruthie say she's like uh they were discussing something about keeping pictures or letters things like that in a shoebox, right mm-hmm. and ruthie's like oh i have a shoebox." i'm like that's how it all starts man i know starts with a shoebox. and she goes she goes i had a shoebox." yeah and june's like she's like i had a shoebox," and then you know her house is a shoebox now yeah but um but the thing though is ruthie catches on to mm. that and still goes for it though like because so she's there okay she they real she realizes the lesson she was meant to learn Mm -hmm. right and then eric calls and is like where are you we are having dinner and so as she's leaving she like out loud says to june squib like oh i think my dad sent me here to like learn a lesson or whatever yeah and june squib's like oh what does he know and she's like yeah what does he know and then so she comes back the next day with her shoebox of pictures and memories and they're all like eating chocolates and like commiserating with about their lost loves together and it's like truly so sad like Mm -hmm. it's it's props to the show yeah we'll give the show props like for diving into this head first like yeah this tableau of like 16 year old ruthie like eating chocolates with an 80 year old woman yeah just like you could just see this future for her Mm -hmm. you know if she doesn't shape up kind of thing and then and then eric calls again you got to go to dinner you know so leave the house like let's go lady you know she leaves her box of pictures did you notice that yeah she did she leaves her shoe box with june squib i wonder if that's a sign or if that's like significant in any way maybe the beginning right like she was able to let it go enough i would hope so like leave it behind her maybe hopefully fingers crossed i don't know till the next episode maybe (laughs) um such a scary house yeah. Such a scary house. Oh my God. When she's like, I colored the eyes, eyes in, in myself. Oh my God. Like creepy. <laughs> I wonder whose picture this is. I know. It's like who's... some like stock photo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Poor guy. 
It looked like it looked like one of those like classic like army portraits, mm-hmm. you know, of like one of those like like it's like he was probably like eighteen years old or yeah. something. Like before they shipped him off, he got his portrait taken, you know. Yeah, it's it's very sad. June Squibb's story is like eesh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. This could be a reality. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that Ruthie recognized that yeah and was able to just be like okay i don't want that Mm -hmm. i'm not like maybe she's not fully ready to just move on tomorrow kind of thing but she knows she will and she has to because she doesn't want to end up like that yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like that would be a good like 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 a satisfying conclusion to yeah. this. And I say that because we don't see the conclusion in this episode. No, we don't. Like, and I guarantee you we're never going to see June Squibb again. So like, yeah. point being like, it's left to the audience to sort of take away from that what you will, mm-hmm. right? And mind you, she leaves June Squibb's house, goes to dinner, has one last fantasy about Martin. Yeah. And then Eric's like, how about you leave him here too? You know? Yeah. Like, let's go home, leave him here too. And I think now she doesn't have her memory box. She's left him at the restaurant. I think... Yeah. I think she's ready to like close the book begin closing the book. Yeah. Like I don't, I I think it's naive to think it's going to happen overnight. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not going to, it can't, it can't until they have an actual closure moment, I think. Mm. But yeah, I think beyond that, like she doesn't want to end up like June Squibb. No, she doesn't know. And she knows that now. And she sees that and she knows that now, which is like the first step, really, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. God, like my heart breaks for Ruthie. It does. Like, I just I just so know what it's like to be that age and to just be so, you know, just like in it where you can't just you can't see it. You can't see the perspective. You know, you don't have the perspective. Mm hmm. And you're just so in it and it's so the end of the world. Yeah. And I can and, definitely relate to that fantasy though. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've, I know I've been there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Let's be real. And it's dangerous. You yeah. know, like it, it is, you know, you start like you, you, you go, do, you go down that rabbit hole far enough. You start blurring the lines, you know, <laughs> between like what's real and what's not. And yeah, it, you know, God, it's just, yeah, it's a scary, scary thing. Or it can be. I it can say. be. Yeah. I don't know. Fantasy it's, is fantasy until you truly it, get lost in it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Until it becomes your reality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah scary yeah or ruth i don't know i'm 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 optimistic for her though oh definitely I hope for her i can't imagine the show writing ruthie the way that they have you know up out. to this point right yeah and then just mary have or simon all like sad and mopey yeah i can't yeah. see them doing that with ruthie right i would hope not no i think i think ruthie is if if she's nothing if she's not resilient as fuck and i think it would be a disservice to yeah. the canon character of ruthie for for her to end up in a place yeah. where she's sad and mopey forever and like, she knows what's up that's right she always knows right. what's up that's right and you know what it is i i've been in a position recently to give somebody advice 
who was in a similar situation. And I, I keep going back to the way that I worded it in my head to that person. Like, mm-hmm. cause I feel like it says it well, like right now for Ruthie. Okay. It feels good to feel sad. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like she wants to be a little mopey right now. Yeah. Because, and I'm not saying she's like excited about it. And that, that's no. not what I mean when I say it feels good. I just mean like, you're you're like like that's that's the mode you want to be living in Mm -hmm. right now right she wants to be crying she wants to feel all the feelings she wants to feel loss for him and all that stuff like yeah and and so she's she's indulging those Mm -hmm. feelings and there will come a point where she won't like that those in that that indulging won't feel good anymore yeah and that's when she'll be over it and ready to move on Mm mm-hmm and true. everybody comes to that moment in their own time and in their own way. Yeah. There's no there's no schedule on it. You know what no. I mean? You it's just it's different for everybody mm-hmm. and for every relationship and whatever. And so right now it feels good to stare at her box of memories and to fantasize and cry and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Like she wants that. And so she's going to do those things until she gets over it. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and, and God help us. Right. Like knock wood, like you get over it at some point. Yeah. Right. Cause if you don't, then it, then it becomes a problem. But you know, I think, I think eventually with enough time, everybody gets over it. You yeah, know? I believe so. I don't know. So that's my two cents about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else we need to talk about? Mm, I don't think so. I'm just hoping to see Sandy. I do want to see Sandy and Martin again. Yeah, I do too. Even if it's just for like, a moment yeah. of their little family time happening. Yeah. I, I, I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that actualized. Yeah. Or see how it ends or that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I worry, like not worried. Like I think I don't, I don't see a world in which Sandy and Martin end up together. I don't see them ending up together. Right? I don't. I do see a world though in which they are total co-parents. Yes. And equally participate in this child's life. Mm-hmm. He is as present as ever. He's, you know, he's there for him. She's there for him. Yeah. Like they're just not together. Yeah. You know? I can see all of that. Yeah. And Fine by me, but I just want to totally see fine by played me. out. Just show me totally fine by me, but if that's going to be the case, then why can't he be with Rufy? Yeah. Is my point, you know? I mean, like, if they're not going to be together, they got to be with somebody, right? I, I know, but I guess <laughs> I, the idea is it's messy. When you're 16 and it's like this, it's messy. Well, sure, but yeah. it's going to be messy anyway. He's 18. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have to be his the stepmom. They just let them be together, you well, know? You know, they don't... Like, like it's different for Sandy because Sandy's older. So yeah. so now that she's has a kid and she's also in her 20s or whatever, like... If she's gonna be if she's gonna be in a relationship with somebody, that person's gotta recognize that they're gonna be like stepdaddy kind of. Yeah. But for Martin, who's eighteen, like he's got his whole future and life ahead of him. Like yeah. let him date a little bit. And who cares if one of those people is Ruthie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I 
Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, I mean, we still have what? How many episodes left? Uh, six? 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So seven. Okay. I don't know. A lot can happen in seven episodes. Oh, totally. A lot can happen in seven episodes. Plus then 22 more. Because <laughs> I don't think Martin's going anywhere. Do for this first season 11. And Ruthie's not in the entire season, but she's not not there. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over till it's over. Till the last episode That's of season right. 11. That's right. <laughs> like, uh, you know, anything's possible. Anything. Like Kevin Garnett. <laughs> um, that's that's a special shout out for one listener who will hear that and get it. <laughs> um, anyway, any other observations before we rate this sucker? Mm-mm. Okay, let's rate it. <laughs> um, two thumbs up. Nice. It was it was hard. It was fucked up, but I liked it. I I like that the show. Got a little dirty. I kind of like it. They went into it. Oh, it's a fine episode. I'm with you, girl. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I think I think it wins precisely because it got a little dirty. Yeah, like Annie calls Rose a witch. Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, she says that witch. Uh huh. Like yeah. Oof. I still can't get over Ruthie's fantasy fucking savage, bro. The Through fantasies, the-, the fantasy sequences make the episode yeah. for me. Like, th- like this show, th- this episode gets a thumb up just for those fantasy. Yeah, yeah. like one thumb just for that. Like, yeah. those fantasy sequences were everything. Yeah. See, when it comes to throwing the baby on Simon, I was like, damn, that's savage. I like Ruthie, and <laughs> more than usual. But the rest, the other ones, they broke my heart. That last one. Each one. They broke my heart. That last one in the restaurant. Yeah. It's and it sucks because of all the fantasy sequences, that one feels the most real. Mm-hmm. Like that one legit for a second, for a split second. I'm like, is he there? He could be there. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And you're just like, oh like uh it's God, it's just mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, I, mean, I hate the show for doing this to me. Like, how dare you? Stupid fucking Seventh Heaven make me feel things. And, yeah. Like, care. You yeah. Know? Apparently, we care about Martin, Ruthie, and, well, we like Sandy. Yeah, yeah. I do care about Sandy. We, I care about Sandy. I care about everyone but Rose. <sighs> She's the only one I don't give a fuck about. Isn't it crazy that we're actually waiting to see her fall? Yes. No, it's not crazy. <laughs> Why would the show do this? Why would you do this? What is the end goal here? I don't know. The end goal better. See this. I I can't get into this. I know. I know. (laughs) We've said it so many times, but it's like, I don't know that there is an end goal. Yeah. Is the point. I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, yeah, that's it. You know what I want now that, now that we're talking about it, Mm -hmm. what I really want is a pep talk between Matt and Simon. Yes. Yes. I, if I want anyone's that. Anyone's so gonna bad. get through to Simon, I feel like it'll be Matt. Yeah, Matt be like, what are you doing? Although although they've tried that though. Didn't they try that? Didn't Did they, they have that whole fight confrontation a few episodes back where he was like, You just want to get married to fuck people and isn't that what you did? And 
they all fought yeah remember when kevin brought a gun into the house <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah was that the last season no i think it was this season this season there was a gun in the house yeah oh I'm like, this season? I think. Okay. Well, no, I'm, I'm not, wait. I'm oh, you're right. Because you. they were still living at the Camden house. Uh, you're yeah. right. That was last season. Damn. Wait, was it? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, because Rose. Oh, no, Rose wasn't in the picture mm-hmm. at the time. It was somebody else that he was fucking. Yeah. That's right. It was STD scares. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, who but, is he fucking? That's right. That's right. Because we met Rose at the end of last season. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I always forget that we met her last season, technically, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, anywho, two thumbs anywho. up, two thumbs up, four thumbs up. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us, folks. This has been another episode. <laughs> been another um don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts follow us on social media send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com and most importantly don't forget to help us keep the lights on at patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod until next time bye bye